I shared some pictures on my Facebook page, on all my social pages. I happened to stop the other day, taking a little ride from uh, going up north at the John Jay National Historic Site up in New York State. The who? Exactly. <laughs> no, John Jay was the first uh, Supreme Court justice, and uh-huh. he's one of the uh, founding fathers, you know, the Constitutional yeah, no, Convention, I've... all that, uh, all those paintings you've seen? Sure. He's one of those guys with okay. the white wigs and all of that. Okay. And they named the college after him. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So he apparently had a big house after he retired mm-hmm. up in New York State, and I posted some pictures, walked around. Sure. The, uh, he had his, uh, not the, only the house, but the wagon, I guess he would take into New York City <laughs> when they had congressional business or judicial yeah. business to do. Uh-huh. So I posted all these pictures, and naturally, I think it, I don't know, it, it makes people think that I'm somebody who would go to such a place. Well, you are someone who would go to such well, a place. I mean, I am and I'm not. I mean, I do enjoy history. I am something of a history buff. I yeah. do appreciate it, but let's be honest. Am I reading books? Not really. No. I'm more of a maybe PBS kind of guy. Sure, sure. But here's the reason that I went there. I happened to just be driving back and I really had to pee. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking for, I want to get off there before I get onto the, uh, pick up the Garden State Parkway where there's tolls, because then you got to pay to get on and off sure, and all of that. Sure, yeah. So I figure I got to stop somewhere in New York before I cross <laughs> the state line. And I happen to see a sign that says lodging, food, uh-huh. John Historic Jay National State. Historic Site. And I went, that sounds interesting. I'll stop there. <laughs> so I go in. Of course, I'm drenched in sweat. I'm wearing flip-flops and shorts. I look like a total bum because I didn't expect to stop anywhere. Right. And there's like one girl sitting there at the counter. There's nobody on this. I was right? going to ask, there's was there nobody. anybody there? <laughs> nobody. It's down like a dirt road. There's nobody. <laughs> but they got, you know, the historic buildings and they got a little visitor center and they got a gift shop where you can buy, you know, tchotchkes. Right. You know, like the little little Statue of Liberty. Yeah, all Uh the kind of patriotic tchotchkes. So I go in there and I'm walking around and I get pictures of him in the history of John Jay's career as a... As a judge Whatever and historical figure <laughs> and how he connects to George Washington. I'm walking around. I'm not even reading this stuff. I'm like, one, two, three, four, five. And then I go to the next slide just to look like I get, right? <laughs> and I'm looking at a couple of the books they got. And then this goes on for about 10 minutes. Then as I'm walking, it, you know, and I got my hands behind my back like I'm reading and taking it all. And uh-huh. I stop and I ask a girl, I go, well, thank you so much for your time. Is there a restroom here? <laughs> That's amazing. And she said, up the hill around the corner. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I basically took in a museum because mm-hmm. I had to pee. At least you didn't have to pay admission. There was no admission. And, I, and, and again, not only was I really not that interested, I also <laughs> decided that it'd be a good place to stop because who's going to be there? Right. You know, some of those highway uh, rest stops are a little gross. Right. I figured I'll stop at the John Jay National Historic Site. And it worked out just fine. Can even, I ask- even got myself a little bottle of water with an American flag on it. Can I ask you, how many likes did you get on your post for that? Like four. <laughs> four likes. Betrayed myself to be something that is not. I just had to pee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. 1071 The Boss. 99.7 FM. Anywhere on the free Boss app. Streaming on your computer, your phone. 1071theboss.com. You smart- set it up on your smart speaker, your mm-hmm. Alexa. And we'll pop right up. Welcome to a Back to Business Monday. It is May the 23rd, 2022. Hopefully a short work week for some people. Getting out of Dodge a little bit early. The last full week of spring. That's right. Oh, no, that's not right. Yeah, it is. No, spring uh, spring goes until June. Oh, right. June 21st is the first day of summer. I guess I was thinking Memorial Day is the first day, but it's not. Well, it is Memorial Day weekend coming up. It's not the the official start of summer. It's the unofficial start of summer. Although we are kicking off summer on Friday. We get the big event Mm -hmm. with uh, Joe Nolan and uh, our featured guest, Frankie and the Knockouts. Yes. Cole Holman from American Idol. And don't forget, Nine Days. It's live from the Crab's Claw. 
in Lavalette starting at 6 a.m. on Friday morning. And uh, Uncle Ross, who was filling in for us on Friday, also making a cameo appearance, I'm told. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. And we can teach him how to use the controls, (laughs) because he called in a panic on Friday morning a few times. Whoops. So that'll be fun. Thank you for bringing that up. I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah. Did you know Sting is going to be at the Jersey Shore the same morning? Oh, really? So we're competing with the Jonas Brother and Sting. Buy tickets, don't you? It's not. Oh, is that true? I don't know if you have to buy. You have to have tickets. I don't think you can just get in. That's the thing. You can just come to ours. I don't understand why Sting wouldn't want to stop by our party. Well, did we ask Sting? I mean, we've we've got Joe and Ross. Did we ask Sting? No, we didn't. To be fair. We don't know Gordon Sumter. (laughs) I think I mentioned to you not that long ago. Was it you and I, or was I visiting uh, my mother? Hmm. We were watching one of those. uh, Wait, you're confusing me with things you said. Well, I can't remember where I saw this show because you you like cooking shows and she does too. We were watching one of the Italian cooking shows Mm -hmm. and they had, uh, he's got a villa and a winery. Sting does? In Tuscany. Really? Yeah, and he invites over all the townsfolk and plays, you know, Roxanne. And like, wow, look, at it's good to be Sting. And now he's coming here. <laughs> well, I think he lives in New York. So. Well, he's got a place in Tuscany. Well, when you're I'll Sting, you, you can afford to have a place in Tuscany. All right. While we're talking about uh, station business here, mm-hmm. I thought I would also mention we have a new member of Robbie and Rochelle in the morning joining us a week from tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So right after Memorial Day, Tuesday the 31st, Mark Chernoff joins us. He will be... Bringing you uh, the sports page every morning. That's exciting. He's a guy who's been involved in the sports scene here going way back to the 80s. You know, yeah. so he knows everybody from Phil Rizzuto to John Sterling to Alex Rodriguez. I mean, I know I just named all baseball guys, but he knows all sports. Maybe he knows Sting, too. He probably knows Sting. <laughs> so it, Mark will be joining us starting uh, Tuesday morning. We got a little press about that over the weekend. So thank you, Mark, and welcome aboard. And we'll have a little more on that when he starts on Tuesday. Are you sad to not be doing sports No, anymore? I know nothing about sports. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy sports, but yeah. I know really nothing about it. So yeah. I think the fact that we've hired a professional, the fact the company wanted us to get a professional to handle it, it probably tells you everything you yeah. need to know. <laughs> so he'll be here on uh, Tuesday morning, Mark Chernoff. Perfect. Like, if you're interested, we've got something up on our Facebook about him. Uh, so that covers that. That's the Friday thing. That's him starting that. We get the whole, okay. Uh, I know I was just talking about how I was driving over the weekend, mm-hmm. coming back from apparently watching cooking shows <laughs> with with my elderly mother. Really yes. exciting. Real rock star life I'm living. It is. Hey, they have a pool. <laughs> You're hanging out in the pool. They do have a pool. Actually, I'm, it's funny you bring that up. I haven't mentioned this to you yet, but you have not been up uh, since they've reopened the pool for I the season? Not, no. Mm-hmm. Now, you've been in their pool before, mm-hmm. but you have not been since they reopened it. I, and they have taken out the whole filtration system because they would use chlorine. Oh, sure. Like a hotel would use right. or, a, or a, a resort, right? Mm-hmm. They, they don't use chlorine anymore because my father is getting to be quite elderly now. Sure. And I don't mean that in a mean way, but he yeah. is, and he yeah. just can't carry these... Uh, it's heavy. These big containers of chlorine. Yeah. And I guess he didn't want to pay a guy because he used to have a guy, and that guy retired, so it's a mm-hmm. whole thing, okay? And it's if, not good for your skin either, really. The it's not good not for your good. skin, and that's another part of it. Yeah. And it's just, if, if you have elderly parents, if you are an elderly parent, you know, there's just some <laughs> things that are, they become a thing. Sure. And his sure. thing is, I don't want to deal with pouring it in and I don't scooping up the yeah, thing. And yeah. Okay. So he had a saltwater filtration system installed. Oh, yes. I do remember you telling me about this. Now, let me so. just be clear. It's not a saltwater pool, so it's not like ocean water in a pool. Uh-huh. But it's a, it's a salt filtration system, so it... it Salt cleans the water. There are these salt crystals that clean the water, similar to what chlorine would do. Like a, chlorine's a bleach for those right, that right. don't know anything about a pool. Okay. So I go in the other day, and I mean, you, you come out and you're doing that. Oh, is it like, you ever, salty? Uh, you ever curious and just do a little tablespoon of salt and eat it, and then oh, you no. you realize immediately what no. a horrible decision that was? <laughs> No, I mean, I when you were a kid, you never tried no. a little teaspoon of salt to see what no, it... No, that can kill you. Well, no. I have. 
What's that little bottle? It's got the girl with the umbrella on it. Put a little, <laughs> put a little bit of it and just try it out. And it kind of burns your tongue. Yeah. And then you're... Mm-hmm. Even if you just eat something that's well, too yeah, salty, so you, you know? Well, yeah, you come out of the ocean, that, that happens too. Yeah, but it was a different salt. It's like that cooking salt where it's like a sticky sort of salt feeling. Interesting. So I'm swimming, and I was smart enough not to open my eyes, but obviously yeah. a little water gets on your lips and in your mouth when mm-hmm. you're swimming. And I'm just, all I can taste is I lay back down on the, the uh, beach chair is... Interesting. It tastes salty. And I'm, I took a shower, but you could you feel like yeah. the stickiness, like spray tan. You think from that the, does anything for your cholesterol? I was <laughs> I was thinking that. I'm like, am I gonna am I gonna feel bloated? Am I putting <laughs> on a water weight because of this damn pool? That's interesting. I had no idea that that was a thing, but apparently it's a thing. Huh. Okay. And I told him, and he's like, "That's ridiculous. Not the case." Does he like it? Then? I mean, he, he... Like, he loves it, but I was like, "This is like swimming in salted pork." <laughs> what is the deal? It's strange. <laughs> So if I'm looking a little puffy today, I'm going to just say, ah, it's a salted it's a pool. salted pool. Yeah, That's salt why. filtration system. So you got high blood pressure, don't get in this pool, okay? <laughs> well, let's unwrap a fresh new week of fun events. It's the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Thank you for sending these into us. Every single day we try and spotlight fun events going on in the community. Sometimes they're for a charity, for a good cause, a good organization that's trying to give back. And we share them all right here. Send them in, Robbie and Rochelle on the morning page, 1071theboss.com, or on our Facebook, and we'll get them on your CBB every morning about 6.20 or so and about 8.40. Can't lock it down to an exact time because <laughs> I'm perpetually running late. Yes. The Consumer and Biz Expo, Business Expo, happening uh, Tuesday the 7th from 5 to 7, Jumping Brook Country Club in Neptune, the biggest business expo in the area where you expand and market your business, Meet vendors, speak to experts. It's gotcc.org for all the info. The 13th Lust Garden Foundation Monmouth Walk for Pancreatic Cancer Research is happening Saturday, June 4th, a great lawn at Pier Village in Long Branch, 8.30 in the morning. Strap on no sneakers, baby. It's for a great cause. 100% of donations raised. Fund pancreatic cancer research. Mm. Lustgarden.org for the info on that one. Ocean Grove Giant Craft Fair is happening Saturday, June 18th from 10 to 6. The Ocean Pathway in Ocean Grove. Over 300 vendors displaying 100% handmade crafts of all kinds. Ocean Grove. G-R-O-V-E dot com slash craft. For the info on that one, you go to 1071theboss.com. See where the boss roadies are on tour for our big events anytime, including this Friday, all day, starting at 6 a.m. live. It's Joe Nolan's official kickoff to summer. Even though it is yes. not officially the start of summer, it's the official <laughs> kickoff. It's confusing. Because Joe said so. That's right. I'll be there live at the Crab's Claw with a lot of fun all day long, including uh, front row tickets. Go see Pat Benatar nine days oh. performing live in person. John Hampson in the house. Wow. Manasquan's own Cole Holman, a top 25 finalist on American Idol. Mm-hmm. And just announced Frankie, Frankie and the Knockouts will be there. Plus, we'll have some great local bands and Joe will do his uh, kickoff to summer right about 8 a.m. We'll play Born to Run. You know the deal. That's all day Friday. There's more on that, 1071theboss.com. Then join Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, the Jersey Shore Food Truck Festival at Monmouth Park this upcoming weekend in Oceanport. 35 of uh, the Jersey Shore's best food trucks, live music, and awesome swag, including those recyclable boss bags. Yes. More on all of those, 1071theboss.com. A couple of things we thought you needed to know this morning. From Big Hit Show on Netflix, The Circle, it's our friend, Josh Brubaker. Morning, morning. Brew. Brew. Oh, my God. Hey. <laughs> How you doing, What's buddy? Up? We're good. How are you? God, long time no talk. I mean, I'm doing fantastic. How you been? Oh, we're doing fine. How could you not be doing fantastic? You got an exciting life, my man. I'll tell you what, it's been a whirlwind. It's been a roller coaster, but I love Ryan, so here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell do you live now? Are you still in L.A.? Are you in Chicago? I can't keep track of you. I try to tag you on Instagram, but I never know where you are. Oh, I'm a floater. I'm 
the mystery. That's why I like it. I don't like, <laughs> I don't like you knowing where I am. Uh, I am in L.A. still. Yeah, soaking it up. I, I got addicted to the warm weather and the, the surfing and everything, so we're staying out here. Okay. And now, uh, because I know you and I discovered you, and I think you would tell everybody <laughs> that, right? I can ask you personal <laughs> questions like this. What, you got a famous girlfriend now, huh? Well, you know, I mean, we're, we're both doing all right. <laughs> I was saying, he's a little famous now, too, which is weird. Yeah, do you do you know that both of you are on FamousBirthdays.com? We looked this up. They really are loosening the rules on Famous these days. So, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I have to be honest. I didn't know any of this, but Rochelle did all the recon on you and uh, and the little honey. So, <laughs> so Actually, now I know. I, did, I didn't. Well, I, that's why we love Rochelle. She, she prepped for these things. You just walked right. into it thinking you know That's it. right. That's right. <laughs> no, I'm so proud of you, bro. Yeah. Seriously. Thanks, I miss you guys. I miss you. So well out there. You're in New Jersey, right? Or where are you at? You're... Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure where we are. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. We're here to we're here to talk about you. We were kind of laughing because here you are. You're on. You know, you're on the Netflix machine on this show called The Circle. And we remember when you'd be around the office when you're first starting out and you're just be eating handfuls of candy. Yeah, while bags you're of Skittles. <laughs> well, I didn't change. I did not change candy. That's one of the things that got me through the circle. I would just request candy all the time. They yeah, delivered it by the bucket. I, I have never watched The Circle until the season because you were on it. And I have, so, of course, I had to watch it. And I'm binging. I'm on episode five, I think, or six, the one that came out on your birthday, which happy belated, by the way. But I, I it's so good. And I'm like, I want to know. I, I almost just want to fast forward to the end to know if you make it to the end because that's all I really care about. But also, did you get to meet the Spice Girls? I mean, technically, I was grooming. With the Spice Girls. I know, so, but, <laughs> but like, do you have a picture I'll with the Spice have Girls? That. They didn't. I don't want to ruin it for anyone that didn't see it. They didn't come to see me um, when they departed, but they've been doing so much stuff, you know, like they're doing the show, I, they're hosting other things. Like, I think they got a tour coming up, so I can't wait as oh, a radio okay. person to interview them and be like, you guys thought I was a catfish? Like, <laughs> we got stuff to talk about. So I'm going to bring that up whenever they uh, they make the round. That's so fun. Now, you know, you know, Brew, that I'm 104, so I'm just making sure that I understand what this thing is. So you're on the show, yeah. and you're all friends, but you can only communicate through this uh, this computer system called The Circle. And now some of you are really who you say you are, but others are not. And then it comes down to the one person that figures out the whole deal, and they're the winner of the game. Is that Do I have it right? Is that the deal? Yeah. It's a weird concept. You know, I mean, I think <laughs> the way I explain it to people is it's a social media competition where as shallow as it is, you're trying to be the most popular at the end and be the last one standing, like a social media survivor. And, you know, you can be yourself, you can catfish. Um, I went in as myself, which some people thought I was a catfish because <laughs> kind of name is Brew. You know? <laughs> Brew, what does that mean? But it's been fun. I mean, it's one of those shows that I think we all fell in love with back in um, early pandemic. Uh, everyone just kind of was binging everything, and I watched it with my sister. Uh, I just got addicted. So it was something I wanted to do, and, like, it was uh, a really fun experience to get to try. Yeah. Well, man, it's uh, it's so fun seeing you on the screen. So it's only a matter of time before you get to host your own show. That's the goal. You read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to be a uh, you'd like to be a game show host? Something like that. Absolutely. I I, I want to host the circle or something like that. So I uh, I got my connections to Netflix now. That's why. Uh, you yeah. Know, I into it, and uh, we'll just see what can happen after the show wraps up. He's like Larry David having meetings at Netflix. <laughs> I'm so, I'm seriously right so happy so for him. I'm like knocking on the door, like let me in, let me have a meeting. <laughs> did you, uh, did you meet Tom Cruise the other day? Weren't you at that uh, premiere for Top Gun on the aircraft carrier? We saw some footage, and Rochelle thought you might have been there. Yeah, Tom was actually in the circle. 
No, listen, no. don't call him Tom. Don't be a smartass <laughs> like that. Come on, you don't know him that well. Wait, he's in the circle. Wait, I told you I'm only on episode five. He's not, he's kidding. He's oh. not in the circle. Oh, I was like, wait, what? Oh, did you meet Tom? <laughs> joking aside? There was nothing more fun than hearing Tom Cruise trying to figure out my name. It was the best thing ever. He's like, what is it? A brew? A bra? I'm like, yeah, you know. Bra. Like, <laughs> what a bra. Beer or coffee. What do, you, what do you like? He's the nicest guy ever, though. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Big fan. That's we were awesome. uh, we were listening to the clips and all his uh, you know people make jokes about him, but all his co-stars just love him. Said he's the most generous guy in the world. So that's that's kind of fun. You get to uh, can you uh, can you text me the picture you have with Tom Cruise and we'll put it on our socials to prove that you really met him. Oh my gosh, yeah, dude, it's guy, on his socials. Well, I don't know. Text it to me. Looks fantastic. All right, buddy. Well, we'll look for you on the circle. Hope you won the whole thing. I know you can't tell us, but we certainly hope so. And uh, you know, stay in touch. Come on again. All right. Absolutely, I appreciate it. We got a new episode tomorrow, and it's, I, Rochelle, you said you didn't make it to the end of the the latest batch. No, but I'm not. It ends on the biggest cliffhanger, where it's all in my my hand. I'm not going to spoil it. So you got to oh. you got to catch. Okay. Then, you got to catch up, and then tomorrow, uh, four new episodes come out, and we're almost to the end already. You know, they're they're pumping them out, so uh, it's going to be fun to see it unfold. So it's weird. Oh, I'm super excited. I'll have to binge it tonight. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I've realized something, and I said I probably need a life coach. Because <laughs> as I've mentioned, I, I'm in therapy almost every minute of every day. When we're not doing the show, I'm probably in therapy. If you're looking for me, that's probably where I am. <laughs> yeah. But it occurred to me, and you start reading about these life coaches, what they do is say, you know, here's what's not going right for you. Right. Here's how we fix that. Mm-hmm. Whereas a therapist, a psychologist, their idea is to say, now, why are you afraid of the color blue? Right. Well, so I know why I'm afraid of the color blue. We figured that part out. Right. Now I need to understand how not to be afraid of the color blue. Uh-huh. And if the answer isn't going to be tequila and pills, can you please... <laughs> Can you please tell me how that is? And so I feel like maybe what I need is a life coach. But then I, I see people who are life coaches and yeah. they seem ridiculous. Yes. I mean, anybody can be a life coach for 35 bucks online. It's an online course. It's, I don't. It's just like uh, those people that become ministers so they can marry yes, people. Exactly. They just get an online certificate. Exactly. Just because you're a registered life coach doesn't mean that you know anything about life <laughs> or how to do it. Like we, we know somebody who used to be a, a DJ, yeah. and now she is a life coach. She's one of the most negative people I've ever she met. She really is. The kind of person comes in, well, there was traffic. Uh-huh. Can't believe how expensive coffee is. Yeah. I guess I have to work till midnight. One of those kind of... <laughs> and she's a life coach? I mean, how does that happen? Again, 35 bucks, <laughs> an hour of your time, and you are certified. I understand that, but people actually get hired to do this, you know? Well, maybe if you find... Someone who's actually certified and has a proven track record, not someone. When you who's say just, actually certified, you mean somebody who's got like a master's degree, this kind of thing. Maybe, or someone who just has their life together. Or are they? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah, like, I mean, if I can have access to you know Mark Cuban, that's someone you want coaching your life, right? Sure, and your bank account. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. You're like, well, really, uh, there's, there's no point in <laughs> there's no point in investing these two hundred fifty dollars you have. What are we going to do with that? There's nothing. We no, can if, do if here. you get Mark Cuban in a room, I bet you he'll come up with a brilliant idea sure. for a couple. Hundred bucks. Sure, he would. He'll turn that into a couple of thousand. Yeah, but I, I does that make any sense? That I feel like no. I think that that does make a lot of sense. Now, when I, you were five, how did you feel about being in the field? Right, <laughs> and that's interesting to talk about. But that's not. What do you think that dream meant? I guess I just don't know exactly what a life coach. Do you tell them a situation in your life, and then they're supposed to tell you how to work through that? Because you, even though they tell you, it doesn't mean that you're gonna. F- follow through you have to make well they're supposed with- to give you strategies to follow through but then i want like i need very specific kinds of right help right. you know so like if i'm frustrated because i can't find my socks in the morning uh-huh. how do i get through that without getting so worked up 
<laughs> I know I know why I get worked up because I'm a crazy person. Right. So now I need a strategy not to. Uh-huh. So to have Mark Cuban tell me, you know, if you put $500 down on Exxon, I mean, that doesn't help me. Yeah. I mean, I guess it helps me, but you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I think the the better route is the, the pills and the booze. I don't know, but just my... <laughs> don't try this at home, kids. <laughs> Wow, John Belushi over here. This is why I'm not oh a my life God. coach. That's not a... <laughs> I don't know. I got to tell you, if, need... it, if it were me, I would I would have a couple of drinks. Maybe I need a life coach, I thought coach I had too. problems. You got problems. <laughs> you might be a fantastic life coach. You motivate people to... Yeah. Uh, you'd be like Gordon Ramsay for people with anxiety. <laughs> Just have a drink. You'll be fine. You don't like traffic? I'll run you over. Wow. Sorry. All right. Hashtag mom. That was the worst segue ever. <laughs> we haven't checked. We were off on uh, Friday, so yes. we haven't checked them in a few days. Let's mm-hmm. go on to the socials. We look for that hashtag. You send them, we share them. Moms, moms that have lots of other stuff going on. Maybe moms that are full of anxiety like mm-hmm. me, okay? And sometimes dads, and sure. then we share them on the radio every morning here at 720 and 920. Michelle Vogel said, my four-year-old pronounces peanut butter as peed a butter. <laughs> and now that's how our entire family family is saying it peed a butter when you think about it when you think there is a worse mispronunciation of peanut butter yes. he can, so that's really yes, not yes, really not that bad at daddyology said i hate when new parents ask who the baby looks like the baby was born 15 minutes ago it looks like a potato <laughs> that's a good looking baby if it looks like a potato <laughs> that's think? that's probably not that bad Ooh. daisy walter said pick my six-year-old up from a play date and the first thing that he said when he got in the car was they are definitely richer than we are. Could have been penis butter. <laughs> no, I got it. You did. Because <laughs> that kid, I got, I got kid is it peed and butter? No, no. It could have been butter. penis butter. No, I, I understood what the worst one was. Hashtag mom. <laughs> Send them in. We might share yours tomorrow. We do it every morning right around 720 and 920. I want to mention a programming note again. A uh, friend of ours, radio icon, been on for 30 plus years, mm-hmm. both here in Jersey and in uh, New York. He was Howard Stern. I miss his boss at one point. I mean, he's done it all, seen it all, and he has great connections in the sports community. Our friend Mark Chernoff is joining us to be the official sports guy. Yes. Doing the sports page twice an hour every single morning here on your Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. And we thought we needed that because we love sports. And he, you know, I'm not an expert. This guy is. Right. Knows everybody. I mean, the guy's had dinner with Scotty Pippen. This is the kind of guy he is. That's so cool. I just made that up, but I'm sure it's true. <laughs> it's like, really? That's so cool. I'm sure that's true. <laughs> okay. He could just he could just call Michael Jordan on the phone right now. Uh-huh. And I don't feel like, I mean, you met the guy. He's very impressive. He is very impressive. Just knows everything off the top of his head. So anyway, he's joining us on uh, Tuesday. So mm-hmm. I thought I'd stick that in because I'm bringing up uh, radio legends, if you will. Sure. There's a uh, friend of ours who we, you know, he's still on the radio mm-hmm. and he works uh, at the evil CBS FM up the dial. <laughs> and we joke about that, but we're talking about Scott Shannon, who's been in this area forever. Right. And is not only a, a friend of both of ours. He is. But a mentor. He is. And somebody that has critiqued us and coached us and had us at his home. And, and this, critiqued us. And, and critiqued us. And then critiqued us. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked for him <laughs> yes, over the have. years, and so yeah. we, you know, we compete with each other. But there is a uh, there is a camaraderie of among course. people. Of but course. with him, there's also the whoa, he's the guy who, mm-hmm. you know, he's the guy. He's the guy. Yeah, it's like you know, you're it's like working with Walter Cronkite. Sure. You might be a very good news guy, but then he's Walter Cronkite. Right. Exactly. Okay? Doesn't mean we don't still want to beat him. But, of course, of course. <laughs> but I think the feeling is mutual. It's a friendly competition, sort of, of sorts. <laughs> Listen, the reason I bring this up is because he is a mentor of ours and also uh, of Joe Nolan's mm-hmm. and of our friend uh, Kermit, who yes. works weekends here. Mm-hmm. So Kermit is on the air the other day, and, and he has told me in the past 
that Scott will call him <laughs> and, and, critique, and him. critique him while he's live <laughs> yes. here on 1071 The Boss. Yes. And not because he works with the competing station, he's trying to mess him up. No. Because he just... He's a mentor. That's what he yes. does. Uh-huh. But but Kermit being the nervous Nelly that he is, <laughs> this throws him all off when he gets a phone call. <laughs> yeah. So I thought while we were sitting in traffic the other day, yeah. I would call him and pretend to be Scott and uh-huh. see if I could throw him off. <laughs> and this is what happened. How you doing, man? sound pretty good today. Right? Yeah. You sound all right. Everything going all right? Yeah, everything's fine. All right, pause the tape right there. It is clear to me at that point (laughs) that Kermit absolutely thinks it's Scott calling and doesn't realize he's being prank called. Absolutely, for sure. Because he's nervous that he's getting the call. Maybe there's a little bit of, is this real? Right. But he's not sure, so he's going along with it. Mm -hmm. Let's watch as he starts to figure out this is a phone prank. Everything going all right? Yeah, everything's fine. Yeah. I gotta, uh, I gotta get you on the, gotta rig it up, get you on the screen. Listen, I'm, I'm doing the voice tracks. I can't get it on the radio up here. I get some, some <laughs> station WPXY or something. I don't know what it is, but I'll figure it out. But, he still doesn't know. No, he's, he's thinking though. <laughs> uh huh. It's okay. How's uh, Robert Bridges treating you? Uh oh. You oh, yeah, Judd, you're like a little kid. Oh, he caught me. Hang up. Yeah, I hung up on him. You hung up. Yep. This is the kind of. <laughs> we started this conversation saying that Scott has been a mentor to all of us yes. kids here at the boss. This is the kind of professional radio broadcasting, the professional decorum, <laughs> office conduct that we're As doing. His boss, you pranked him and I... then hung up on him. <laughs> and you called him on the studio line. <laughs> I sure did. I sure did. This is the kind of tomfoolery that makes radio great, baby. It's so good. Yeah, he definitely figured it out. When I brought myself up, oh, yeah. he went, I thought so. Uh-huh. And then he did text me later. We sent him that video, but he texted me and he went, nice try. Yeah. <laughs> good job, Kermit. I tell you what, if we could uh, get Governor Phil Murphy in a room, I got an idea of a project for him. Okay. Or one of the state legislator people, Okay. Okay. So my idea is this. Uh, everybody, every one of us has to deal with the toll plazas at least sometimes. Mm-hmm. And there is a phenomena. There is a, uh, a breed. You know, like if you look through a, a, a scientific research book, <laughs> it lists all the species. You see turtle, human, sure. giraffe. Uh-huh. And then there's the guy who tries to cut into the toll booth line when there's only two toll plazas open when it is not his turn. So rude. This is a unique breed of, of human. Mm-hmm. It's a subspecies, if you will. Might be its own deal. This is also the same person when there's construction and they see that the lane is closing, that they do not, they wait until they get to the sign that the lane is closed and want to try to. You know get what? Over. I'll tell you what. It might not be the same because you don't as, think so? as irritating and obnoxious as that is, mm-hmm. I will go ahead and be a good person, give them the benefit of the doubt that maybe they just underestimated how long it would take them to merge over. <laughs> maybe they were just dummies and not paying attention. <laughs> this guy. The cut you off and try and pull right into the toll plaza lane guy. Uh-huh. He clearly knows that there is, because there's 
This happens when there's you know six toll booths and only two of them are open. Right, right. And then it all turns into two giant lines. Mm-hmm. You ain't got no easy pass. He ain't got no easy pass. Right. Okay. <laughs> or you don't have it with you. You got to pay cash. And then he tra- he doesn't just try and get into the line. Yeah. It wasn't like oh, he he's was going. In, it he's... wasn't like he was 15 cars back and he went, "Oop, I better get over." I see that there's only two open. Right. He pulls all the way to the front times to cut in front of the guy whose turn it is next. Yes. Special subspecies of human being that would do such a thing. <laughs> So what I'd like to do, I agree with you. What I I'd do. like to do is sit down with Phil, the gov, mm-hmm. and say, "Here's what we do, Governor Phil. Uh-huh. We uh, we tell the toll booth person this is part of their job is to watch out for this sort of thing. We get a guy with the camera who sees this happen, and he goes, "Sure, you want to cut in? Go ahead, cut right in. And then instead of it being two bucks, it's fifty. <laughs> How about that? That's a great idea. And let me tell you something. If I if I ran for something and I get on TV and I go, I approve this. Ma- I'm Robbie Bridges. I approve this match. I'd have overwhelming support of the good people in New Jersey." Am I wrong? Because I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I do agree with you. I do think that there's it's an some offense lo- against humanity. There's some logistical issues there with having a person having to look out for that person. No way. The guy in the toll booth has got a little window. He can yeah, see what's going on. Yeah, but he's busy counting money. So well, you'd then have he to needs have an- to pay attention to this. You'd have to have another person there. And also, you'd have to have a videotape proving it because if it was a person in the car. Oh, I didn't do that. Right. I don't exactly. do it. I'm like, oh, really? Because I got the tape right here. Right. So you'd have to have the tape. So again, I think there's some logistical issues there. You but I don't. Bring, this is a good thing because then if the person goes, I didn't do that, I'm, I won't pay it. Uh-huh. Then you take them to traffic court, you show them that, then you make them pay court costs on top of it. <laughs> this is brilliant. We make money for the state, we pave the roads, we pay the union guys, yeah. everybody wins. It, it really is a great idea. I will give you that. However, <sighs> let's I, make it 100. I, I think what you and I should do because this does happen to us and it did just happen to us, which is why you're bringing it up. <laughs> and it was very annoying. Yeah, but you know what? I'm a problem solver because instead of just sitting there and complaining about it, he, I'm coming up with a strategy for a solution. Can I solve your problem? Yeah. We should just get an easy pass. Yeah, well. <laughs> like I've been saying. Governor Phil's like, it's funny you mention this, Robbie Bridges, because we've already solved this problem. It's called an easy pass. That's right. Don't be the jerk off that wants to pay $2 That's in right. law. Don't That's be right. handling cash. <laughs> then we won't have to stop at the bank every time that we are going on the parkway because we don't have an easy uh, pass. we got to take the long way. Why do you want to take the long way? Running late. I got no cash. Right. Everybody knows this problem. But listen, joking aside, there's precedent for this because if you're in a construction zone, they always get the sign yeah. that says if you speed or you get caught doing something, mm-hmm. the fine is doubled. So it should be the same thing. The toll is doubled if you're the jerk who cuts off 15 of your fellow man, your fellow citizens. I, again, I agree with you because this just happened to us and you're still hyperventilating about Honest it. Honest to God, it's the worst. We should just get an easy pass. That is your solution because then you it's don't... It's a solution, but it's not the solution <laughs> because we need to dissuade horrible people that behave this way in a public setting. I, I agree with you. I do. I'm not disagreeing with you, but... For the sake of our marriage and the sake of your sanity, yeah. I think we just need an easy pass. You know, or listen, if the state doesn't want to pay for this, <laughs> if the state doesn't want to be involved with this, let's just allow, you know, Vito in a lawn chair to sit there and go, excuse me, step out of the car. <laughs> Whack him with a baseball bat, then he's on his way. That, then you can still pay your two dollars. That probably either one too. of those higher toll <laughs> veto with the baseball bat. Either one of those would satisfy me. When you see this guy, this subhuman, pulling in the front of the line and trying to cut the whole line at the toll booth. Uh-huh. Honest to heaven, all right, Governor Phil. Your people call my people. We'll talk about uh-huh. it. All right, stay in touch with us anytime.
on all the socials, whether you get the Facebook, you get the TikTok, whatever it is you use. Maybe have your kids find us for you if you mm-hmm. don't have the TikTok. You there can also, you if you get podcasts, search Robbie and Rochelle, all of them, Spotify, Apple, will mm-hmm. pop right up for you. Get all of it on demand right at 1071theboss.com. Click Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. That should pop right up. We're still working on getting that group photo we put together together. I think we should do it like I suggested originally mm-hmm. at the kickoff on well friday. not everybody's coming on friday well everybody should come why is not why is everybody not coming because joe is coming down and bringing his laptop for his traffic cameras or something but nick is still going to be at the well nick should come i asked nick to come i don't know that he can well we should ask him again because he needs his his maps to do oh, the radar and I all guess of that that's true that's and diane true. needs the news wire thing I that prints out the true. headlines so i don't think and mark hasn't really started yet and i'm not paying him extra so <laughs> so i don't know what's happening so floating bubbles we will put together <laughs> i don't know if it's floating bubbles but some photoshopping some yeah. Editing, uh-huh. you know that little pen when you're on the uh, the Windows Paint editor thing. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> That'll be coming soon to the Robbie and Rochelle the Morning Page 1071theboss.com. Time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Being the no number five to number one, we'll start at number one and count our way up today. There's a little kid who's upset that he didn't get to sing "Sweet Caroline," and he starts uh, throwing a temper tantrum. And the guy hosting this, uh, I'm not sure what this is, says, "No, no, it's okay. Come sing," and he's great. <laughs> He's crying. You hear him back there? (laughs) He was great. Oh, he was great. He's well on his way to being every drunk person at the end of a night (laughs) at your local pub, your local Irish pub. That's right. Okay. Uh Clearly they brought the kid. Drunk at the Irish pub, and now he's well on his way to carrying the tradition on. Bum, bum, bum. Number two, here's a man from England who has now broken the Guinness World Record. I love Guinness World Records. You do. For swinging back and forth on a swing set as an adult. Okay. Separate record if you're under the age of 18, okay? Okay. And he's off. This is uh, Richard off and his math task to uh, break the world record. Good luck, Richard. He did it for 36 hours. To break the record, by the way. Wow. I tell you what, forget our new sports guy, Mark Chernoff. Let's get that guy to be our sports guy. <laughs> you won't be able to understand him. He's though. like a Shrek wannabe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, now I'm all emotional. Calling the swing set competition. <laughs> Number three, there's a child actor who was in the movie Jaws. This is back in 1975. He's now 50, and the police chief on Martha's Vineyard, where they shot the movie back in the 70s. His name is Jonathan Searle. He and his brother played the two kids that start uh, causing the panic with the fake fin. Oh, yes. If you remember that yes, scene. Yes, I do. Shark, three, five, zero. Red one, red one. There it is. There's everybody freaking out. <laughs> Imagine this guy's campaign th- commercial. Vote for me. <laughs> Vote today. <laughs> I'm coming to the town hall to be your mayor. <sighs> Can't stop me. Gonna raise your taxes. Yes, no. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Oh, good. It's more fun with classical music. <laughs> Oscar winning composer. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't even get through this. <laughs> I'm so excited to do this one. Okay. It's very stupid, okay? Okay. So just play along. Oscar-winning composer Vangelis, he's the guy behind the Chariots of Fire theme, has passed away at the age of 79, which is kind of a sad story. Uh, yeah, why are you excited to do this story? Now, when they're carrying the casket, you think they're using this song? That's terrible. Slow motion. <laughs> like that 80s laser sort of thing is there. <laughs> they get to the top step and... Gonna add in the yeah. so you get to the door. 
You're terrible. Oh, uh, there's Grandma crying. That's uh, terrible. There he goes. <laughs> I told you. I, I was looking forward to that all morning. I don't know why that was the first thing that came to you. Well, because That's as I terrible. as I mentioned earlier, I'm a sick person. I guess so. <laughs> oh my God. You get it because he died, but it's, no, a, I it's a movie it. about running. So. I got no, I got. I understand. Uh, got it. Just blank, sweet Jesus. Uh, <laughs> and number one, well, listen to this. Gucci and Adidas have teamed up. That's hot. They've released a thirteen hundred dollar umbrella. Oh my gosh! That they tell you up front does not protect you from the rain. What? Gucci on their website describe it as sun protection or decorative use, and not. Waterproof. So just it's to be clear, just to be clear, this umbrella will not keep you dry. That's super weird. Thirteen hundred dollars. Wow. We want to be upfront. This pizza is disgusting. <laughs> but if you take a picture, use a right filter, it'll look great on there Instagram. You go. Okay. There you go. And a bonus story. Speaking of food, Krispy Kreme is giving this year's high school and college seniors a free dozen donuts this Wednesday. All they have to do is wear an item of clothing that says "Class of 2022 Swag" and tag Krispy Kreme, and they'll win. They could win the uh, free donuts. Oh, that's cool. Also, if, uh, you know, the, the whole college degree thing doesn't pay off for them, they can always work at Krispy Kreme. <laughs> well, Krispy Kreme, please pull, pull up, please. Two ninety nine next window. Hey, if the light is on, they're free. Yeah. They're free. World famous celebrity birthday file this Monday. Everybody's favorite chip-toothed Alaskan jewel. There's something about that one tooth of his that's kind of sexy. She's 48 today. Ken Jennings, the guy who's sometimes hosting Jeopardy, also mm-hmm. 48. Drew Carey, 64. Really? I would not have guessed he that. He looks great. He does look good. Mm-hmm. Mitch Album, we used to work with him. Yeah. The author and radio talk show host and mm. one of the most unfriendly people. He really is. On planet Earth. Yeah. 64 today. <laughs> he really is. Not a nice <laughs> Joan guy. Collins from Dynasty. She's 89. Today is National Lucky Penny Day and National Taffy Day. Oh. Just don't give any taffy to Jewel because you're going to get snuck on that so snaggle nice. tooth of hers. Stop it. It's he said. She said. With Robbie and Rochelle. Hey, that's us. You've been to a wedding, I'm sure. Everybody's probably done a few in their time, right? Sure. We were uh, looking at the pictures and you've been kind of fascinated by this. I have a curiosity. Courtney uh, Kardashian, is that the one? Yes. Courtney with a K? Courtney with a K. Courtney Kardashian, who is, I think, the oldest Kardashian she sister. She is. Because I think Kim's in the middle and Chloe is the youngest mm-hmm. one. I don't know why I know this, but I do. <laughs> I, you know what? I feel, I'm starting to blush because I'm ashamed that I know this. Mm-hmm. But they got uh, a big Kardashian wedding over the weekend. Yeah. Courtney got married. And even though she is the oldest one, and you've heard about her with different people on the show, this is the first time she's actually tied the knot. It is. These are all yeah. boyfriends up to this point. Mm-hmm. And she wore a dress, and you showed me this picture. Uh, and it, it, it kind of looks like a like a nighty, like a Victoria's uh, Secret nighty. And yes. it, listen, I understand that uh, you know it's a modern world, and maybe you're going to wear a sexier dress. The dress is really not even sexy; it just looks a little trashy. It's yeah. I hate to be not... judgy, but it does. It it's just trashy. You don't. I mean, it's it's basically a bathing suit with a veil. Yeah, it was a corset, and okay. it was, and there was a little bit of a skirt, sort of, kind of. Her legs weren't completely exposed, but she got married in. In Italy, at the Dolce and Gabbana estate, there, so mm. everything was Dolce and Gabbana. This dress was made by Dolce and Gabbana, and then she had this veil that had the the Mother Mary on the back of it, which it makes just, it even more right. That's inappropriate. So, in my opinion, strange to me that if you're going to do something big like that, and I know obviously they do this for a reason. They're attention they're do- television, yes, right. but I just. 
I don't. It's very. He was in a traditional tuxedo, and she came. Who out. is this guy? She's married. Travis anyway. Barker. He's the lead from Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, okay. Well, a, big deal. Okay. Well, I'm, I mean, he's not. He's not a no one. Is. It, it, no, I, was just, know, I figured I just, he's probably marrying a count of uh, or a prince or something. So I figured well, she, she was in, with Lord Disick for a very long time. Yeah, I remember that little <laughs> pinhead. He gave himself that nickname. But uh, yeah. I mean, listen, if you don't want to do a traditional dress, and I understand not everybody does. Like we were talking the other day about how uh, brides are wearing black dresses, yeah, as yeah. opposed to white. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a trendy thing to do. It I, is. I understand if you don't want a traditional dress, Fine. and I even understand if you want a sexier look. If that's your deal, sure. you want to show some cleavage, sure, whatever. But this sure. this went beyond that to the yeah. point that you want you look like a cocktail waitress. She did. Yeah, wearing, like, a, wearing a veil with the Mother Mary on it. Looked, what are you doing? She looked like she belonged in like the the bunny. It looked like a bunny outfit. There you like are. Yeah, bunny. it looked like the old Playboy bunny outfit. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, the mom, um, I can't Chris. think of her, Chris, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, she's clearly a smart lady. She yes. runs his business empire. She doesn't say to her daughter, what are you doing? Of course she doesn't, because obviously she did this for, this is the, technically the third time they were married because they did a fake one in Vegas. Then they actually got married at a courthouse last week. So this was and just for they, really the reality show then? Yeah. All right. Yeah. But still, you're going to have these pictures forever. Your kids were there. I don't know. It just seemed it just seemed crazy to me. Do that they have kids to, together, these two? They don't. But she has three kids and he has two, two and one that he's adopted. So together they have six kids. Oh, wow. So it's... It, <laughs> All right, so you got a little graphic up on our Facebook page where you yeah. can answer. Mm-hmm. And also, maybe you should post, uh, if you can, you can find a little news uh, photo of this dress just to, so people can see what yeah, we're talking about. Because yeah. I know it sounds like I'm being judgy saying she looked trashy, but she really did, it's, okay? It just wasn't... So maybe you can post that picture. Yeah. Our question, though, is what is the biggest... What the, what the heck? What the mm-hmm. hell? The biggest WTF you have ever seen at a wedding. Because yeah. if you and I had been somehow invited to a wedding like this, we'd be sitting there going, can you believe she's wearing this with the Mother Mary thing? Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. What's the biggest what the heck you have ever seen at a wedding. Go to Facebook, 1071 to Boss. Call us. All lines open right now. 732-774-4444 or text us. Same number, 732-774-4444. Answers next. Your he said. She said. Right now, i got a he said. She said. Just underway. Looking at these pictures from the big Kourtney Kardashian wedding over the weekend. She's wearing this little Playboy bunny thing yeah. with a Mother Mary veil. Kind of an inappropriate uh, <laughs> wedding dress and wedding gown if you ask us. Are we being judgy? You bet we are. So we wonder, have you ever seen something crazy at a wedding? Do you ever have a big, what the, you know, uh, what the heck, a WTF kind of moment at a wedding? Natalie said, I, I once worked at a banquet hall and witnessed a fully NASCAR-themed wedding. <laughs> well, you listen, if you're into that, fine. <laughs> Someone's really a big fan of NASCAR. What's wrong with that? I don't, I think that's probably a strange Wedding theme? Do you have like Tonka trucks as your centerpieces or what? Tonka trucks? I don't know. I know nothing about NASCAR. <laughs> what do you know about NASCAR? I mean, a little more than that. I mean, they're, ra- they're race cars. Seriously, not, what do you have? What, what, not construction. How do you? I know, but you how can do have you race have... car. You have matchbox cars, not Tonka trucks. What, what? are you talking about? Okay, sorry. You can have like a like a red flag or a you know, checkered flag at the end of the altar. Look at you. <laughs> you know, so wedding planner over here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll charge you extra for that. Sarah said the pastor kept saying, our heavenly father, daddy, God. It was hard not to laugh. Oh, that's strange. <laughs> Yikes. Brenda said the bride sang her vows to the groom. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's one of those, can you freaking believe this? I feel like if your number one had gone through your, your fiance, the first one I, uh, was yeah, supposed she to probably would have sang oh, at yeah. the wedding oh, yeah. and or sang her vows to you, which would have been... Turned into a little mini concert for yeah, her. nobody needs that. No, life. absolutely not. <laughs> they did that at the uh, engagement. We made it as far as the engagement party, and uh-huh. she did pull that. And I remember my uncle, who's, you know, drinking at that point, goes, we got the country bear jamboree going on over here. <laughs> and it was so totally awkward. true. Now, when we did get married, we did, we did have some... I don't know if everybody knows this, but we had, like, for example, you know, one of the uh, members of the bridal party, she hung out in the bathroom with her uh, date, and they were getting on. Yeah. And, and we, we only had one bathroom, so she was in the woman's bathroom. Yeah. And... They locked the stall and, and so we got it. We got our priest that married us doing the benediction, and she's in there uh-huh. going, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh my god!" So awkward, and was very proud about it, <laughs> telling everybody, "Yeah, guess what we just did?" I was like, what? <laughs> and we, we had the other lady that uh, was a friend of my mother showed up to the wedding. She's wearing a turtleneck a in the white in the middle of summertime. It's a summer yes. wedding, and she's wearing this big turtleneck right up to here. Very strange. You, know. yeah. you ever have a WTF moment? A what the heck at a wedding? Ever had a what the moment at a wedding? <laughs> You're attending a wedding. It's a happy, beautiful thing. Yeah. And then you go, what? Uh, <laughs> I, I think I may have shared this before, but uh, when I was a kid, so my dad was a judge, just a, uh, not a federal judge, not in the Supreme Court or anything like that, but he was he was a judge back in my home state. And one of the things they have judges do is if you want a, a non-religious ceremony, you right. hire the, the judge. Mm-hmm. And you can still, you know, they don't do it at the church or anything like right, that, obviously, right. but you go to the venue and he marries you right there, okay? He'd wear the, the robes, you know, so it was kind of yeah. kind of a neat thing a to hire him. Thing. And when I was a kid, he would say, hey, bud, you want to come with me and, you know, you can eat for free? And I went, yeah, this is great. I hang out with dad, <laughs> you know, get yeah. a little free food. Sure. So we would go and I remember he, he would make faux pas from time to time. Like, he, again, it was not, he's not a minister, right? but he would get a little booklet and if someone was saying, I don't want a religious ceremony, but I am of Jewish faith, they'd have a couple of, you know, you could say shalom and then crack the uh, the glass, you mm-hmm, step on the glass. Mm-hmm. You know how they do those things, right, they, of course. or or whatever the religion was. Well, he would occasionally mix them up, and he would oh, say, no. "So shalom," and they go, "We're not Jewish." <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, wrong page. Because <laughs> he never really took he never took it seriously. Yeah, He's yeah. a really like intellectual type, so he was all about. You know, right. reading, reading case law. And so right. to do a wedding, he always felt like this he was He was a- about more about the paperwork than the actual right. ceremony. Yeah. And I do remember also, I'm standing there and I get this nice buffet and I'm dying to get my little paws on this shrimp that I got. I'm like six years old at the time. I put on my little bow tie and it was fun because all these old ladies that come up and go, aren't you cute? And I go, yes, I am. Where's the buffet? Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're waiting to walk in the hall so I can go eat. And he's got the bride and the groom filling out the... The paperwork, and then part of what you would pay my dad to do is, and he'd file it for you. Right. Oh, he, nice. you know, Obviously, he's a judge. He works at the court, right? And they fill out the paperwork. He goes, well, the rest of it's all BS. You're married now. And the bride was he like. He said that to the bride and groom? What? Like, she almost started to cry. It was so good. And he, he goes, and he goes, get this shrimp now. We got to get out of here. <laughs> That's right, amazing. Dad. Those are all absolutely true stories, by the way. That's amazing. Have you ever had a WTF moment, a what the heck moment, at a wedding? Casey said the mother of the groom wore a white gown. It wasn't a dress. It was a gown. See, that's just, uh, you're stealing the uh, the bride's awkward. thunder. That's, that's not so nice. awkward. That's not right. No what one is- should be wearing white at the wedding except for the bride. Unless it's said on the invitation, because I have been to an all-white wedding where everyone wore white. And that was that was their theme. Every single person wore white. 
But that's what they asked for, so that's what we did. All right, all right. Uh, Lisa said someone threw a chair at the DJ for not playing their song. (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear getting jiggy with it right now. (laughs) And Mary Ann said the bride cut off the tip of her finger during dinner, had to be rushed to the hospital, and then came back about three hours later just to say goodbye to everyone and had blood all over her dress. That's when you don't want a white wedding, right? Oh, that's awful. (laughs) That's so awful. You're bleeding all over your pants. All right, line one. Hey, how are you? It's not at the wedding, but I guess uh, the disposable cameras that they used to put on the table. Yeah. You know, before, like, cell phones and all that were popular. Well, God, friends of the groom ended up taking those cameras to the bathroom and taking pictures of the genitalia. Oh, jeez. But the bride's mother was going to have them all developed. <laughs> now, he'd do this to be a smart aleck, or he was drunk, or why would he do such a thing? Uh, they just did it to mess with the groom, you know. Oh, I so. see. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's funny. Put a little little surprise on the mother-in-law's face. That all green got them all developed. Yeah, that's the biggest thrill of her life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That's funny. Thanks for calling. Okay, have a good day. 1071 The Boss, hi. Hi. For your he said, she said? Yeah. The groom's phone rang during the wedding ceremony, and he answered it. No. Come on. He answered it? Yes. Now, who was this? Uh, whose wedding was this? Are you at liberty to tell us whose wedding you were at? It was my wedding. Wait a minute. So your husband answered the phone? Yes, during the wedding ceremony. Well, who was it that called? His friend. That was going to be late to the wedding. <laughs> hey, hang on a second, Father. I'm sorry. Where are you, buddy? Oh, my oh, gosh. Man. Did he have a, a funny ringtone or anything? No, it was a regular AT&T ringtone. Okay, well, that's good at least. At least we didn't have, you know, um, your I sexy thing. I can't believe he picked it up. Yeah, were you mad? Oh, I was mad. I'm sure you were. Wow. Rightfully so. Wow. Oh, my God. All right. Well, thank you for sharing. Thank you. Wow. All right, 732-774-4444. Call us, text us. We'll grab a couple more. We can also get them on Facebook anytime. Did you post that uh, picture there? This whole thing started because we were watching the pictures from the uh, Courtney with a K Mm -hmm. Kardashian uh, wedding over the weekend. And she's wearing this little uh, corset getup with a veil that's got the Mother Mary on it. We went, what the hell are you doing? (laughs) Yeah, I posted an article from People so you can see all the looks. I I know it sounds like we're being judgy, but I feel like we're we're in the right to be judgy today with this. a lot.